Hi, well, thanks so much for inviting me to be here today and present our uh, AB external MIGS technology. Uh, we distinguish ourselves from other MIGS by shunting directly to the tear film. That means we have no bleb. Um, and because we're not shunting to an enclosed space within the eye, encapsulation and episcleral venous pressure are not issues for us. And our uh, only source of resistance to aqueous outflow is a nano-engineered filter we have inside the lumen of our, of our device. Uh, our device is uh, knowing the rate of flow of aqueous into the anterior chamber, knowing what we want the, the pressure to be, intraocular pressure to be to halt further damage to the optic nerve. We have engineered our device with a, a very precise pr uh, resistance to achieve intraocular pressures between eight and 10 millimeters. So again, our, our goal is to halt progression to blindness uh, rather than uh, slow progression to blindness. I have a, uh, an implant video here I'd like to share. At the top of the, the cornea here, you can see our device. This device is actually quite a bit longer than the one we'll be implanting in humans. One of the things we wanted to look at here is interaction with the iris or potential interaction with, with the iris. We're uh, using, making a, a stab incision uh, with a, a 1.4 millimeter uh, keratome blade. Uh, the device, if you can visualize the four barbs uh, just under the cross, uh, crossbar tab, the device is 1.5 millimeters wide. Uh, here we're having a little trouble. The uh, device is, is sticking to the, the cornea a little bit. That inspired us to engineer a, a holder for the device that will be packaged with the device, uh, with, with the device installed in the holder. Once the incision that you just saw is made, uh, the, the holder will be used just to uh, press the device uh, into the incision. Uh, so here now again, our device is about 100 microns wider than the incision, so there'll be a little bit of a, a friction fit here as, as the device is uh, pushed into the anterior chamber. Um, We've got uh, about where the incision is uh, in the exact same plane as iris, so we're, we're parallel uh, to the iris here. This video, by the way, is uh, completely uh, unedited from start to finish. The only thing you haven't seen so far is draping uh, the test subject and the betadine wash on, on the outside of the eye. And we are uh, just about done here. Um, I think our video has gone just over a minute to this point, and uh, that is it. The, the next step here is just an injection of, the, uh, of a, a steroid and antibiotic, and you can see the lower barbs are just inside the anterior chamber under the sclera. The upper set of barbs are actually inside the sclera to provide uh, stability and um, prevent tipping during the healing process. Uh, this is our test subject the very next day. So you can see it was a very atraumatic experience for her, very little swelling, uh, very little irritation and inflammation. This is what she looked like two weeks after. So we, you, you can see uh, near the, the forcep there is an external portion of the device. It's sticking out about 300 micron uh, from the conjunctiva. Uh, the internal uh, portion of the device is, you can see the, the uh, microscope lamp reflecting off of the device. Uh, 
uh, the uh, anterior chamber looks very deep, very quiet, no real signs of any kind of irritation at all. Then we go out another two weeks and uh, the healing process is completely done. Uh, you see no signs of irritation, uh, no inflammation whatsoever. The end of the device, if you know where to look, is, is still uh, about the 300 microns uh, protruding. It, it's open, it's patent. Uh, at the end of this follow-up visit, we injected uh, fluorescein into the anterior chamber and you could actually visualize fluid moving through the device onto the surface of the eye. Uh, communicating with the surface of the eye, the natural uh, questions or concerns are infections and tolerability. Uh, this was really the first thing uh, we set out to solve before we uh, even thought about doing any, any sorts of implants. The inner lumen of our device is filled with a very, very hydrophilic hydrogel that binds with the aqueous uh, inside the, the anterior chamber, binds to the water, and essentially ushers it through the device. Uh, once the hydrogel becomes in contact with the aqueous, it, it, the whole inner lumen basically becomes water, which precludes any kind of protein, cell, or bacterial adherence. In addition, we create a, a constant flow of fluid through the device, so the, the the shear stress from the, the laminar flow uh, prevents any bugs uh, hanging out on the surface that I uh, might want to try to get in. We're just constantly washing them away. So for any of you who remember the, uh, the BD implant, uh, also trying to shunt to the surface eye, you can see that we are just, we're fundamentally different and have worked very hard to solve uh, some of those problems. We've done extensive bacterial broth challenges uh, on the bench demonstrating complete bacterial exclusion in the device for as long as we've run any of those experiments. Uh, we've cultured and gram-stained aqueous from every implanted animal, uh, no infections, minimal, minimal inflammation in every implant to date, very rapid healing, and uh, has been very well tolerated. Our last study included eight implants in four animals. Baseline pressures range from 14 to 17 millimeters. Two eyes were implanted with non-functioning devices. At two weeks, we had intraocular pressures uh, from four to eight millimeters in the six functioning devices. The controls were at 14 and 15. At four weeks, uh, we, we've had two uh, four-week follow-ups. Uh, in three of the functioning devices, we had four millimeter, four millimeter, and five millimeter. Uh, while the control was at 14 millimeter. The other two animals actually are, are being followed up probably as we speak uh, at our lab back in Minnesota. Uh, and interestingly, the, the, in, the rate of flow into the anterior chamber in the pig is roughly half that of what it is in humans. And so this kind of validates our engineering on our, our target eight to 10 millimeter uh, in humans. So just a quick summary, uh, very small size, very simple design. Uh, we've shown it so far to be very low risk. Our implant procedure is about one minute long. Our explants have taken about five minutes and uh, the wound closed with just a single stitch. Uh, we've resisted infections, very rapid healing with no visible signs of irritation, discomfort. Uh, we've shown very consistent, predictable, and dramatic IOP reductions. And we're working with FDA. We're going to do our, our first in human study here in the U.S. under an ID. And it uh, looks like we'll be ready to start that in July or August.
Thank you very much.